Mr. Matundra, um, basically at this point, uh, you decided your members to embark on the strike. And uh, the company then, um, which is uh, Sibanye, they decided to get a court order declaring it um, unprotected. So what is the legal situation right now regarding this? Yes, firstly, Sibanye um, is not really in the picture because uh, Section 11 from DMR hasn't been issued to them as a rightful what owner of the mine in terms of transfer of the mineral to them. It's still Aquarius. However, they do have an, an interest through the Competitions Commission uh, giving them the, the right that they can continue to, to acquire those assets. But coming to your point, yes, we've been to the court and the court uh, grant us to continue last week Thursday. Subsequent, then the court ordered that the strike uh, should be uh, temporarily interdicted until the return date in August. But the point here is not about the mutual interest net, it's about the safety of the workers. The employer, in terms of basic conditions of employment, if I'm not mistaken, Section 17, bracket 2. Uh, and with its subsection, it's clear that any worker who performs work after 1,800 hours afternoon and to the following day, or those who work shifts, the, the, the employer has to provide the transport. And uh, we did have a certificate to, to, to embark on a protected strike as early as January. We've been trying to engage the employer with no success. So as a result, then we embark on this protected strike. Moreover, there were, sorry, just moreover, in February, there was a lady, a worker, a woman worker, who was raped and killed at Aquarius after he knocked off from work. Subsequent, there was another employee who was shot and killed after uh, knocking off from work. So these issues is not about mutual interest. It's about the safety of the workers. The employer rely on an agreement that entered into with National Union of Mine Workers, suggesting that there will be no other demands until the three years lapse of the agreement. But the issue, we must not lose the context, is about basic conditions of employment that uh, obligate the employer to provide the necessary transport. If there is no transport, surely he must provide the allowance for the employees to seek their own transport. And they've provided none of those? According to our members, none of those that has been provided. Certain section of the mine, they do provide the transport. But for those workers who used to work for Murray and Robert as a subcontractor, later was taken over by Aquarius, are those that are not receiving any of the two. Now, the employer further claims uh, that the strike actually commenced uh, before the end of the 48-hour notice, and uh, therefore uh, it's an unprotected action, and uh, that you are basically in contravention yourselves. No, it's not about contravention. Before the court uh, and uh, before Judge uh, Lefranc, there was no such a submission that the strike, they are contesting the strike because the, the, the notice was not properly served. They were contesting that they entered with the NUM into an agreement, which suggests that there will be no further demand until the three-year agreement lapses.
The last deal between yourselves and the company was signed after that protracted five-month strike, uh, the longest in the country's mining history. Uh, are we likely to see a similar protracted strike again? It depends what uh, this capitalist uh, decide. If they request another five months or ten months strike, our members will give us a direction. So if they want to settle early without a strike, we are also prepared to settle. But at the end of the day, their attitude towards realizing that these workers that are dying each and every day without earning a living wage, we cannot just fold our hands as AMCO and say, no, it's business as usual. No, it cannot be. We will fight for the right of our members until they realize the sweat that they are sweating for underground.